May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Amen. We aren't wretched, you know. Paul writes in Ephesians about ways which we want to give up. Lying, anger, bitterness, wrath, slander, evil talk, malice, stealing, all of these and more. These ways of living are inside of us. They're a part of us. Or maybe they become part of us. Perhaps they weren't initially there and only came to be a part of us as we were hurt and broken throughout our lives. But in any case, we have lying, anger, bitterness, wrath, and all of these ways dwelling inside of us. We are, however, not wretched or terrible. Our truest selves are kind, tender-hearted, forgiving, and loving. We're made in God's image, and so that beauty of love, forgiveness, tender-heartedness, kindness is intrinsic to who we are. Those ways of life are our truest selves. We're not wretched. We are beautiful. Now, again, these other ways are a part of us. We may call them our inner demons. And we are likely never to be rid of them. As much as we strive for love, forgiveness, and beauty, these darker parts will always come back, rearing their heads, and we can fight them. But that's like fighting fire with fire. We can pretend they aren't there, but they'll just end up gradually taking over. So rather than fighting or denying them, I offer the suggestion that a friend of mine suggested years ago that we dance with them. We dance with our inner demons, or maybe we have them over and offer them a meal. Or maybe offer them coffee or tea if we're feeling particularly British. Just don't feed off of them. For these are the things that bring death. Now one of my favorite bands is Metallica. And they have a song called To Live Is To Die. It's a short and poignant lyric in this song. When a man lies, he murders some part of the world. These are the pale deaths which men miscall their lives. All this we cannot bear to witness any longer. Cannot the kingdom of salvation bring me home? Now, I'm fairly certain I've used that quote before in a sermon. What I didn't know previously is that the first part of that lyric is from 17th century German Lutheran theologian and minister Paul Gerhardt. And the second half of the lyric comes from Metallica's former bassist, Cliff Burton. So that's this beautiful blending of sacred and secular by my favorite heavy metal band. And it shows this need and desire we all have for healing and salvation from all of the pale deaths that we miscall our lives. Now, taking these quotes from a Lutheran theologian and a heavy metal bassist, we can apply this lyric then to Paul's writing from Ephesians that we heard today. When a man is bitter, angry, wrathful, and all of these other ways of death, he murders some part of the world. These are the pale deaths which men miscall their lives. 
All this I cannot bear to witness any longer. Cannot the kingdom of salvation take me home? These ways that Paul writes about in Ephesians truly are the ways of death. And when we feed off of them, we're feeding off the bread of the pale deaths which we miscall our lives. When we live these ways, we murder some parts of the world. Paul writes in Romans 6.23 that the wages of sin is death. So what was the first sin we heard about in Scripture? Anyone? Bueller? I'll help you out. Garden of Eden? Eating the fruit of the tree which God said not to eat, Adam and Eve, all that. So then what was the first sin? Was it disobedience? Was it mistrust of God? Was it desire for power rather than a good and trusting relationship with God? Was it bitterness at being told no, like a tantruming two-year-old? Was it stealing to take what wasn't theirs? Believing and living the serpent's lie. Which of those was the first sin? I would just simply say yes. All of them. Adam and Eve wanted something good. Maybe they wanted greater power. Maybe they wanted to sate their curiosity. Maybe they just wanted a tasty piece of fruit. In any case, God had said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it or you shall die. Well, they didn't exactly die, at least not physically. But they did experience those pale deaths which men miscall their lives. Their relationship with God took a rather drastic cardiac arrest kind of turn. Their relationship with each other was deeply harmed. When they ate the bread of bitterness, mistrust, desire of power over relationship, living a lie, they fed off of the pale deaths which we miscall our lives and they murdered some part of the world. The wages of sin is death, Paul writes. But remember that sin does not mean that we are terrible and wretched. Sin is missing the mark. Sin is seeking something good. But missing the good we seek and hitting something less good or something harmful. And these harmful things end up hurting us, end up hurting others, and our relationships are broken. And we find these things, these times of missing to mark to bring about the pale deaths that we miscall our lives, rather than the life for which we're aiming. Now again, these harmful ways, they're a part of us. But they aren't parts that we need to hate. God doesn't want us to hate ourselves. When these parts of us start speaking up, our bitterness, our anger, our wrath, our fear, we dance with them. We have some tea with them. They just may have something important to tell us. Something about ourselves or about the world. When I'm angry about something in the world, well, that's something I need to pay attention to. It may be something that I could do something about to help 
make the world better. Or when I'm bitter towards someone, there may be something going on in me that I need to address. Or there may be a broken relationship that I need to tend to and work to heal. So we can listen to our anger and our bitterness, etc., over a cup of tea. And then we can learn what they have to teach us about ourselves and the world, but we don't then feed off of them. Jesus teaches us not to feed off of these pale deaths. Rather, Jesus teaches us to eat the bread of life. I am the living bread which came down from heaven, Jesus says. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. I am, Jesus says. I am, God is. Remember remember that I am is the unspeakable name of God. I am the bread of life. God is the bread of life. God dwells within all of us. We are made in God's image. The bread of life is within all of us. Kindness, tenderheartedness, forgiveness, love. These are all aspects of God, aspects of Jesus, the bread of life, which dwells within all of us. To eat the bread of life is to feed off of our truest selves. When Jesus gave his life, his body, his flesh as the bread of life, we recognize Jesus as someone other than us, a human who lived a couple thousand years ago, a human who is also God. Jesus is that particular God incarnate man. And he is the particular bread of life. Jesus is also... Something, someone who is not external to us, not other than us. Jesus is that particular God incarnate man, and Jesus is also our truest selves. We are all one with God, all made in God's image, and Jesus lives within us all. Not as something external to ourselves, but as who we are. The bread of life is shared and eaten as we reach out to Jesus who is other than us. And the bread of life is shared and eaten when we feed off of the kindness, tenderheartedness, forgiveness and love, which is our truest selves. The bread of life is part of us. The bread of life dwells within us and dwells within the life that we share among ourselves in our community and in the communion we share. So rather than feed off of the pale deaths which we miscall our lives, our bitterness, wrath, anger, lies, murdering some part of the world, rather than fighting against those things, we dance with them. We invite them for tea. We learn what we can and we let them go. For we aren't wretched, we aren't terrible, we are kind, we are tender-hearted, we are forgiving, we are loving. We are those truest parts of ourselves, beautiful and wonderful, and when we live those truest parts of ourselves, when we feed off of that bread, we're feeding off of the bread of life, which is Jesus. And when we feed off of that bread, we bring life to the world.